Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to our 37th episode. On this episode, we are reviewing Rob Zombie's Free From Hell. Uh, something to scream about. We have a very special question from uh, somebody that we know, which we're interested We're very excited to answer this question. And also, our movie from The Vault is Wes Craven's. 1977 hills have eyes the hills have eyes that was my pick wasn't it it was your pick good pick i have to apologize straight away if my voice is crap because i've had a, a really bad virus thing it's probably going around but i will try and not cough my guts up yeah whilst i'm on air thanks yeah i'll be doing all the editing <laughs> how you been mate you right yeah really good um, had a really good couple of weeks. We've mm. been up to some. We've been up to all sorts. We have. I t- I'll tell you the first thing to talk about. Let's just dive into fucking Newsweek. Yep. We call it. Duh, 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 duh. That's my little news. <laughs> intro to news. Intro now. to news. Now Brilliant. we finally have started to see Search for Darkness has come out. We've got the stream. Got the link. Anyone who's signed up and got the was a backer has been sent um, the streaming link. That's right. Four and a half hours of pure gold. And you've watched it all. <laughs> I spent Tuesday night um, <laughs> watching every last second and absorbing it. And I just need to go and watch it again now. Yeah. I mean, I literally spent the evening adding to my ever-growing watch list of movies of like, fuck, I haven't seen that. I'm like, fuck, I haven't seen that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. But I'm like, it was like a lot of stuff from the 80s that I'm just like, damn. And like, there's, I can't wait to get, I want the Blu-ray, man. Well, we should be getting it soon. Yeah, I want the Blu-ray. Because I want to be, I want to be pausing it. And yeah, just like looking at all, this look, this just great. The talking heads, yeah. I can't, I can't talk about it too much because Matthew hasn't seen it yet. Well, no, I've got, I've got the link waiting in my emails, but I really wanted to uh, kind of like, I really wanted to watch the DVD. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, really I know. I just wanted to, but... I might just crack on with it. Maybe and... just crack on with it. Ne- maybe next episode, that's our summer to scream about. Mm. We literally go, like, you know, balls deep into Search for Darkness. Mm. We'd go for a, we're doing a bit of an 80s exploration in this podcast. We have done quite a few. Yeah. So let's, like, you know, get it done. Get it done, Matt. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, we, um, at the, on the Sunday just gone, that we visited uh, a convention called For the Love of Horror. Yeah, we took a bloody long, bloody long drive yeah, to I Manchester. Mean, this, when this popped up um, quite a while back, um, I follow some of the guys and I watched their videos on Wednesdays and stuff. I was really interested in going because obviously I'm a massive Lost Boys fan, but the the two main pulls for me personally was um, Fred Decker and Bill Mosley and unfortunately Sig, Sid Haig. Uh, that obviously wasn't there because he passed away. Um, but those other two, I really, you know, they've not done any UK appearances. And obviously, we're massive friend, uh, fans of uh, Fred Decker with Night of the Creeps and. and um, House and Monster Squad. Yeah, yeah so man. We wanted to get there so, and, and see it. And it was a bit of a trek because it's Manchester, but we made it eventually. Yeah, got, gave, our, gave our five pounds to the. Uh, Lovely gentleman who, who who was looking after our car for the day. Yeah, it was definitely there at the end of the day. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, 
it was an interesting event. Yeah, I mean, we, we took the trip with uh, <laughs> Jimmy and Liv. Yeah, cheers, Jimmy. Cheers, Liv. That was they were great fun, and yeah. we got there, and it was like, I I don't know if it was like it felt like some kind of it was in the weird weird industrial state. Mm. I was very, oh, yeah. I was very, because obviously I, LFCC is in the middle of London. This is Manchester, and like, because we've only really been to the yeah. big, big things. So we? we, I've never been to a small one like this, and it wasn't that small to be fair. No. It was booming. I mean, I know, like the um, cosplay was immense that mm. day, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. There's loads of stuff, loads of different, really like rare things you don't see at other cons and stuff. And it's just good. right up a rally, like just everyone just loving horror. Yeah, and like there was some fucking there was a great like like I said like great cosplay. As soon as we got there, we got to sit down and watch Fred Decker on um, do a bit of Q and A. Yeah, was that's quite cool. That was really cool. Um, you met Bill Mosley. Yeah, <laughs> I had a, a very long chat. A very long chat, <laughs> holding that queue of you know four or five people up. <laughs> yeah, no, he was quality. Like um, I just wanted to have a good chat to him, you know, about stuff and. What's the question you asked him? It was him? really nice. The, oh, I asked him, I said, if you could go back um, to your younger self and give you give yourself any advice, what would it be? Um, and he said was uh, was to say yes to a certain director called Tarantino when he phoned him up to be in a little film called Reservoir Dogs. Oh, that was some fucking yeah. interesting. That was a, yeah, that was really cool. Hopefully mm. one day we're get chatting to him um because um, yeah, we'll get him on the pod we dropped we dropped him we dropped him a bit of a business card so hopefully we'll get him on the <laughs> podcast that'd be lovely um but there was a really nice touch next to him there because he was next to Je- uh, on one side he had uh, jason patrick from yeah. um, the lost boys and the rest of the lost boys we could see alex winter mm. and the rest of them keith sullivan was tucked away somewhere but um next to B- uh, bill mosley there was uh a place for placeholder for Sid Haig and mm. there they instead they had a, a donation box and a um a book that you could sign so we both signed the book as well a memorial book yeah, yeah that was a really nice touch so I'm yeah. glad they did that um apparently on the first day they did a minute silence for him um like the whole place just stood still and uh as soon as like it, the minute was over they played Freebird oh wow which was awesome like I thought, like loads of people said, it was actually really, really touching. That's so cool. Man. Yeah, but it was um, emotional. But, but the day was really cool. I mean, I'd like to go again to it. the the merch bit. Was really cool. I love the merch. The, the merch. I could just live in that for a day, yeah, just going around. Some cool stuff around there. Yeah. Um, it, I just think, yeah, that they this one was huge for them. But I think the next one probably will be even bigger. I mean, they've already said. They started selling tickets for the new one, and they were like already getting guests up together already. But fair play, I'm glad it did really well. Apparently, they had absolutely thousands and thousands of people turn up. Um, so that that just obviously funds the next one for next next time when they do. But yeah, the, the, a lot of people were like, "Oh, we're gonna have to top this year with the pretty much the full cast of the Lost Boys, pretty much." Yeah, they even so had the sax- they even had the saxophone player. Yeah. <laughs> what what would you like to see if you could pick any kind of franchise? Is there anything like say is they got the full cast of uh... Scream for me? Oh, Scream is a good yeah, shout. That's get, a good shout. Get Matthew Lillard in there. That's doable. Drew that? Barrymore. Oh, yeah. she's gonna be cool. I'd be Matthew Lillard. Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Skeet Ulrich. Oh, that'd yeah. be really fucking cool. That's um, a good what's, shout. What's the name? Oh, obviously Neve Campbell, and mm. then. Um, Rose, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I, I quite like, um, I reckon they could easily get like Nightmare on Arm Street, Dream Warriors cast. That'd be quite oh, cool. that'd be epic. Yeah, yeah. That's the ultimate one. That's the one you want to see. That would be cool. Yeah, Dream Warriors, definitely. I don't know anyone who else. I mean, Final Destination's got a bit of one. Mm. They've got a nice little cast in it. And obviously, Franchise Saw. I mean, Tobin Bell was there. Yeah, yeah. He was there, but the rest of them would be pretty mad. Monster Squad. Are they all alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking get, the mo- get all the Monster Squad in. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Or the Ghostbusters. The Ghost, yeah, okay. That's Who's nice. alive, anyway? That's, you're just pushing it now. <laughs> <laughs> but they had... Um, they had all the kid. They had quite a few of the kids from it there. That was cool. So the original ninety uh, eighty nine, it they had um, the the guy who played Ben, yeah, and the guy who played Eddie, Stan, um, Michael, and Beverly, hmm. and then they had the bully as well, which I can't remember his name. What's the bully's name? Um, Bowers, Henry. Bowers. Henry Bowers. Yeah. yeah. So they had a good collective, and they were yeah, taking a group good. group photo in that, and that was really that was cool seeing them. Mm. I had all the money I that's the thing is like i would have i'm a you know how much of a lost boys fan i am if i had the money i would have just gone i couldn't just get one or two i would have to get the whole lot like do you see what i mean and i, I just that was it's just you know yeah after know. the year we've had it's been quite an expensive <laughs> year of what we've been doing like lfcc we were, you know the podcast obviously it comes out of our money all the travel um you know going to fright fest getting the tickets for that and been a, a busy old year for us so yeah you know i had to rein it in a bit <laughs> but i still managed to drop quite a lot of cash on on fred uh fred decker and bill mosey but it was good it's worth it, it was worth yeah it. Th- thanks for the selfie bill <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, um yeah have you got any news um i got no nothing i am nothing like i am news <laughs> i am newsless i got a couple of bits okay um on. so this is quite interesting news so, you know, I'm a massive fan of Sleepaway Camp, right? Yeah. Obviously, after we did it for the review, of the, it was one of our movies from The Vault. Well, Felicia Rose is been cast in Terrifier 2. No fucking way. As a part, yeah. She's not the main part, but she's in it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? And so, they're well on the way to sort of like... like um making that now. They've yeah, obviously I got that the Kickstarter... Works, yeah, the Kickstarter much. program's kicked off and that, so... Yeah. That's cool. So that's cool as fuck. That's interesting. Can't wait to see what they do with that. Um, we've got a release date for it, chapter two. What uh, Blu-ray? Yep. What day we got looking at? We're looking at December the tenth for actual like Blu-ray and four K. Okay. I don't know if that's the same over here, but that's the date for America. So I would imagine it'd be around December first as well. well. That's good, man. That's Christmas. That's Christmas sorted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And um, uh, basically. There's some good new releases out now. Uh, I think everybody should go and check out Satanic Panic. That's out on Arrow. We've got obviously the lovely collections that brought the Arrow brought out of American Werewolf in London and Nightbreed. Have I got a copy? Yeah, of course you've got a copy. It's not in yet. No. Okay. Fine. Uh, yeah, it will be by the time this is out. All right. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> also, I've noticed. I don't know if you've noticed online. Everybody's um, posted about Haunt being available now, like to watch. On Shudder? Yeah, but I don't think we're getting it. It's not UK? No, I went on there, I can't find it. I know. Gutted, mate. Bloody America. Love you, America. Love you, America. But come on, 
give yeah, us give I us something. I haven't really got any other news in that. I'm afraid it's been quite a because you know been quite a dry couple of weeks really. Yeah, I got a couple of cheeky bits actually. I did forget about. Mm. Sorry, my bad. Um, you mentioned obviously release dates. Um, Ash versus Evil Dead season three has just popped up onto Netflix. Mm. So the latest, uh, the latest um, one of that, plus Eli is now out on Netflix. I'm yet to watch that, so I can't give any anything away. But that's on, I'll be watching that before the next uh, the next podcast. Mm. And then there was another one, um, which is a cinema release, which I've, we missed. Right? How did we miss this? I haven't seen it anywhere, but it's just suddenly popped up on the cinema. So we didn't get Charles play Dead Don't Die. They don't pop up at fucking Cineworld, mm. Swindon. Uh, love you um, but like uh, the film film called Countdown I'm not I've not heard of that see you haven't heard about it but it's at the bloody but that cinema. makes me think that it's rubbish because I've not seen anything online well, nothing nor have I but somebody went to see it I think and said it was it's just, it's, it looks pants it's like an app an app based horror so they've kind of done a Blair Witchy thing where you've got you can get an app Countdown right. and the whole thing is based on this app that you can download. Oh, is it a countdown to your death or something yeah. like that? Yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen this ages ago. Didn't even see it advertised anyway, but it's, apparently that gets a cinema release. Oh. Explains me that. <coughs> I can't. Fucking bullshit. Obviously, Zombieland, uh, double t- the, the old double tap is um, currently at the uh, cinema. Yeah. And we'll be watching that on Tuesday. We'll be watching that on Tuesday. We won't be reviewing it for our next podcast, but I'll tell you later what we're going to be reviewing for the next one. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, well. just a couple of releases, mate. I haven't got any news in the works, but don't you worry, next I'm going to be fucking hunting down some news for next episode. Yeah. I'm going to be looking at, I'm going to find out all the movies that are in the works for you guys, all right? Mm-hmm. Promises, promises. Brilliant stuff. All right, well, let's, get t- let's get stuck into Free From Hell. Let's do it. So, here we go. We, we've been waiting for this movie for a very long time. Well, I definitely have. Oh, Obviously, yeah. You, we're big fans of Rob Zombie movies. I'm a massive fan of, like, Devil's Rejects. It's probably my favourite. House um, of a Thousand Corpses is mine. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, this is a long time coming. He's temp- tempted us out for, like, ages on social media saying about things and, and about when the movie's going to get come out and who's going to be in it and then now it's dropped unfortunately we didn't get to go to cinema but you know so what never mind we got it it was out so after being imprisoned for 10 years the devil's rejects are back it back again otis escapes prison and meets winslow richard brake and devises a plan to get his sister baby out too the rejects make their way down the road into Mexico, killing countless people on their way. They find a place to stay, but are soon bombarded with a large group of killers. Epic. 
Where do we start with this movie? Well, I don't want to put too much of a damper on it, so I don't know if you want to talk to me about it. But um, this movie felt made me feel... Uh, left me feeling sad and disappointed. Yeah. It was my initial thought. Sad because um, I, I realised that we weren't going to get any Captain Spaulding mm. in this movie, really. Um, and it, it made me really, really, really sad to even see his, like, um, his small performance at the start. Um, he's clearly not very well. Um, even making the movie and uh, it was it was it was it was just really really sad that you know that we weren't going to get another another outing of his epic performance of that yeah. of that character I mean it's one of the one of, my, one of the best characters I think it's in horror I really do really do think that I think he brings Sid Haig brings such a like a powerful um sadistic edge to that sort of character mm. and I just when you saw it at the start I was like oh god um we're not going to get we're not getting it we're getting five minutes of him playing that character I didn't think it to be honest I didn't think it was going to be that short yeah me neither and that and that and do you know what that left the movie for me a, a little bit dry a little bit dry I think um I think it missed his um, edginess and mm-hmm. missed his uh, I missed his laugh I missed uh, his wisecracks um, I, I, his dialogue's just epic what you can feed yeah, him I think yeah. he brings that dark comedy edge which I loved from the other two movies mm. um, and you know I'm not, you can't blame he, I, I don't does that mean that he, oh, I don't know if that means that I think that he he, he didn't carry because he didn't carry the first no, two movies did. definitely didn't no but it was just their their combination hmm. um and in the even in the first movie he wasn't really with them yeah this is the problem i think that it's got i mean i liked it i didn't love it um you know uh you know rob zombie you know hats off to him because he he makes films that he wants to make he doesn't make films for the the crowd he's he's not a crowd pleaser he's not like i want to get bums on seats he's not you know we know that about him he makes shit i've listened to countless podcasts where he's talked about what he creates and what he wants to do and you know where he's coming from and stuff so i kind of understand about you know his background and stuff personally for me this film had bits i really liked um, you're right it did it did miss that formula because it's them you know the movie is them they're the fireflies it's all about them um but yeah take one of those elements away does it spoil the film maybe maybe it does maybe maybe he does carry a lot of the film um but i you know there was a gape for me there was a gaping hole Mm. Um, and it was it was a pretty big big fucking hole throughout the movie. I mi- I, I missed uh, that maniacal maniacal yeah. laugh. I missed um, that uh, dodgy, you know, close to the close to the bone, close to the you know, yeah, just I about across the you know. It. It's just yeah, you know that fucking bit in like Devil's Rejects with like when he's fucking stealing the car. Yeah. Don't you love clowns? Aren't we fucking funny? I mean, come on, that is fuck- fucking fruity. 
And um, so I don't know. And I think it suffered a little bit for the budget. I think the other two, both, I mean, but the other two are only like seven million a pop. They're both seven million. But I don't know the 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 lack of four million dollars for whatever reason made the production value of this movie. Um, I, I, I love independent horror, but it, I don't know. It made it, it made it made it feel completely different. Uh, was there a am I am I being am I bonkers or something? I don't know if it, it didn't look clean. It's just there was something different between the production value of this movie really? and when you watch Devil's Rejects and House so of Cards and Corpses. I don't think that as much. Because Did you not? I, no, because I, I was like, one of the best things about for me this movie was the um, costume and set design and um, cinematography. I thought it was fantastic. Wow, Absolutely fantastic. We're, we're, we're miles apart on that. Then no, I thought it was brilliant. I think yeah, they had constraints on maybe having a few more tighter shots here and there and stuff like that. But I thought as, as it was shot, I thought it was beautiful, beautiful. Like some of the like set designs and the, the colors of what they were wearing, in their clothes and the way it moves from like being like really dingy and dark to where it splits off and they go to Mexico and it, the vibrant colors and, and and uh, the makeup and everything just completely changes. Like so, the scene of where they were before to this, and I thought that that was one thing that stood out for me massively. That I thought I really really like. I don't think I'm not saying it's better than the others. No way, because I still massively um, think the others for me were better. Um, but you know, I think I was expecting a lot more. Because of all the hype, I was clearly on on the, on board with everything. I was I was expecting something a bit different, um, but then again, I don't know what I was expecting because I was like, how are they going to bring these guys back from being completely annihilated? Um, yeah, and they brushed over that quite quickly, which is fine. I didn't mind the explanation for that, and I I I I did like the fact. Okay, so it was a prison escape movie. Just didn't, just didn't, maybe it just didn't do it. It just didn't do it for me. The the violence that was on screen, I'd seen it before, mm. and I know that with Devil's Rejects and House of Van Corsets, House of Falls and Quarters, I hadn't seen anything like that before. Yeah, it it be it was I mean, done it was di- ten years ago. Yeah, wasn't it? So it, you've seen a lot more since. True, it was just done differently, and it, it broke. It broke um, the mold and sort of like sm- I smashed the mold and it like yeah. bought like almost grindhouse cinema to to fall love again. It well, was just something- I mean, this is the problem. This is the thing you've got is that people. This is the first kind of movie where it centers on the bad guys, and you're not supposed to like these people, but for some reason the majority of fans and people that watch these movies absolutely love them. And and they absolutely, you know, want to see more of them on the screen and stuff like that. And it's, they side with them when they when you think about it, they're like the most depraved evil rejects, devil's rejects. They are devil's rejects, right? But people just find something endearing about them. I'm one of those people. There's something where, where you just, you don't relate to them, obviously, but you just you're seeing a, a different side of following a serial killer 
or these mentalists. Sort of like natural born killers yeah, and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly like that. So you're you're almost like rooting for them. But you don't you feel like you almost like yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. What you're saying is I'm completely on board. I, I was rooting for him all the way, but I just felt like the, they're sort of like antagonists. Is that the right word? Don't know. So the, the kind of guys, the people they're torturing, mm. and the sort of where the violence has come from. I didn't give a sh- shit about them. Mm. They didn't sell. Like, okay, if I compare the house scene uh, to mm. the hotel scene, yeah, 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 fucking miles apart. Yeah, because like, the hotel. Yeah, that's that's. That was shocking, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the hotel scene. It's and you didn't like, really get to see it. Mm. Didn't they have that? Wasn't it like flashes? Yeah, well, that that's the thing is they're purely innocent people. Mm. Where this one's a bit different because they're, they're kind of, a, they're, the people in this one they're attacking, spoilers, are people that are directly in, uh, uh, involved in them being incarcerated. So it's kind of like you don't feel, I mean, it's still a bit like, grotesque and stuff like that but you, you don't feel I, I felt it didn't make me feel as kind of like on edge as it did the other movies because they, they, they had a reason to get these people if you get what I'm saying kind of thing yeah but like agreed And then, but the second half of Mexico didn't really make any sense what, what do you mean well I know they're on the run yeah. but suddenly like okay so they've kind of almost like smashed in another kind of story that you, the fact that he killed uh, he killed somebody, didn't he? Like somebody's dad, Danny yeah. Trejo. Yeah, yeah, Danny Trejo has a little nice little cameo. Can't go wrong with him, Danny Trejo. Yeah. Um, Tre- uh, cameo, can we really? No. Um, and then there was like Tuco. Tuco? Who was a dude, man? The Mexican no, dude. It's not no, it's Tuco. not Tuco. It's oh no, he's a Mayan. From, uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy, isn't it? Yeah, the, these are the Mayans. Alvaro. Yeah, yeah. But um, so his sort of part in it, and like rocks up with like the whole wrestling face mask and stuff I don't know it just didn't that didn't sell it for me it did feel a bit like for me I, I know I'm sounding really down on it but it, it did it did feel like it was kind of a, a another new kind of chapter like almost another film mm. like it's kind of like it's gone from this one bit which is a bit of a revenge for them then they're out and they're like, they're like what should we do let's go to Mexico cool and then suddenly all hell breaks loose. Which, you know, some of the beats of it I liked. Some of it's cool. Like, some of the stand-up performances, like Bill Mosey is fucking amazing. He just steps straight back into that Otis role. And Baby stole the show for me. I thought she was absolutely... Maybe a bit too much of a Baby was in this movie, but she was, I thought she was phenomenal in this. Yeah, I'll give you that. She I was think. just like, go for it. For me, Bill, Bill did a great job in what he had to mm. deliver. However, I think he had better delivery in the other films completely. I don't. I think. Do you he, think that's down to the script writing, though? I think it was big time down to the script. I don't think. I, I don't, think, like he, I don't like, think they had the dialogue given to them the right the right level of dialogue. You touched on it earlier about monologues and stuff like mm. that. Like there was not really any long monologues in this. Like in the other film, there's loads of those, mm. and I love that long conversation <laughs> of just like it goes further than you think. And Rob Zombie don't give a fuck. He just goes. Right, I want you to do this monologue. I want you to fucking chat shit. I want you to ad lib, whatever. There, to me, there wasn't. There was some of it in the ho- those couple of hotel scenes between, you know, um, Richard Brake's character, Foxy, Bill Mosley, and Baby. I liked a little couple of bits like that, but there's no standout bit that I really remembered. Yes, and there was a yeah, and I don't. 
Like the whole, oh, I don't know. I liked, I liked, liked, liked Baby, but I like Dee Wallace had a nice little cameo in it as yeah. well. She's like the bad police um, armed guard. But I don't know. Something was missing in the relationship, and I think it was Sid. Mm. I think that third wheel. Um, although they did a good replacement in Richard Brake, you can't knock that, knock his performance. But no, I he, he won. Cool. He won. He wasn't Sid Haig. It's, it's almost like a new chapter. Yeah. Like what I think is, if if they ever did make another movie, and I, I don't know what they would do, but maybe it'd be a whole new chapter. Maybe it'd be different. Maybe look at it different because you've got this new kind of thing. I'm not saying that that Sid Haig's gone and and you know Richard Brake's character will step into his shoes and carry on because I don't think it will, but. To me, it's a good compromise to to have him slip into that character because they needed another person, and it did feel like that foxy part was meant for Sid all the way through. Maybe do you think that? Yeah, do you think that that was meant to be Sid's part? I think so. Um, and Richard Brake is great at what he does, but he's a different actor. He's not. Oh yeah, I'm not trying to compare. Yeah, him I know. Yeah, no, I know you're not, but it's yeah. like. He's just a different actor, and it sort of doesn't. You almost got two bills. Mm. He's too. I don't know. He felt too close to Otis. Um, like there wasn't enough disparity between. Like there's quite a lot of disparity between like um, Sherry, Sherry, and, well, between Baby and Otis in mm. terms of what they do, and their relationship is quite interesting. Yeah. Um, added in that fucking. Um, Captain Spaulding you get a kind of really good dynamic Foxy coming in was I don't know if he from what I remember from House of Thousand Corpses and what the family were when they're sort of that like uh, leather facey um, sort of family mm. yeah, you know, yeah he I don't see where he'd fit yeah you know what I mean he wasn't he wasn't dot was he he wasn't wrong enough is that weird he wasn't like he didn't have like the, 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 I couldn't put my finger on like yeah. why but he it's was just like it's an outside character it's yeah. like you never heard of before and then suddenly oh here's um, Otis's half brother that you've never heard of which you know it's difficult because obviously Rob Zombie wanted to do this movie and maybe he did have to rewrite this part and maybe do a few things around it I don't know maybe he didn't maybe this character was always in it I don't know I just wish he'd like stuck a shotgun up somewhere, you know, like put some, a shotgun up at someone's bum or something like that and like blown them away. Uh, that's what I needed. I needed like a shotgun at the bum moment and that would have been happy. Cool. That's that's all Simple I want. Simple things. I, I don't want much. Shotgun at the bum. Yeah. What's wrong with that? No. Um, but, but overall, I mean, it's, it's not the worst film ever. You're nodding. <laughs> Be honest, mate. It's like you ain't gonna hurt me, mate. I just like, you know, I'm not gonna go. It's not the worst movie. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. I think I just it killed me a little bit seeing the Sid thing, and then mm. I was on a little bit of a downer. But I enjoyed the violence. <laughs> you know, I love a grand ass movie. I think <laughs> there were some funny fun. moments in it, and there was some. There was some like pure comedy gold. Um, Clown. You know, but it's not a roundup for me. It's not a roundup. It was it was tough because I, I wanted. I mean, to... I, my expectations were quietly really really high because loads of people you know saying oh this is Rob's best work and you know I think 
you know, I don't know. I just think my expectations were high. I didn't hate it, um, but it was. It's not my most favourite. It's hard though, isn't it, to come out of that for ten years, ten years out there, uh, to continue a story. Yeah, um, it's I'm... tough, but I liked it. You know, liked it, didn't love it. No. So what? How many breaths out of ten are you going to give this one? I'm rating this bad boy. I'm just going to get six, six breaths out of ten for me. I think that's first. I think. I'll go with that as well. Six six breaths out of ten. I was hoping for a ten breaths out of ten. I know, me too. But you know, it is what it you is. Go from I go from a ten to a I'd six. I still recommend people to watch it as a trilogy. I wouldn't say don't watch it. Never would say that. Um, yeah, if you love these characters and you follow these characters, go and fucking go watch it. Yeah, a horror that, as a horror on its own. Do you need the backstory? Probably not. You can probably get away with it. There's probably people out there that absolutely absolutely a, a diehard Rob Zombie fans and they'll just love it which is great and I, and I hope they do um, but me as being as a Rob Zombie fan of his movies for a long time you know we've seen them all um, it just wasn't Ooh, my favourite I haven't person. seen Halloween 2 have you not? no I, I, think, I think you should, I think I you know, should have watched I don't know why I've missed that one fuck knows but I, I, for some reason I haven't seen well, the, the we Halloween might get onto that later Okay. Well, okay. That's so. Yeah, six six press out of ten for free free for you know, when we when we wanted a ten and maybe we maybe we put too many. Maybe too, after another watch, it might go yeah, up. Maybe we put too much too much eggs in, our, in one basket. I don't know, but there you go. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. But you know, hopefully, we're going to be moving on to an, another winner for the year because our next movie that we're watching. I'm not at all sure if I'm ex- too excited for this. Again, this could be like a boob or it could mm. be uh, uh, a nipple we just don't know but at the moment <laughs> <laughs> a boob or a nipple could be a boob or a nipple um, man or male or female so we're all equal um, but yeah we're going to go and watch Doctor Sleep so Stephen King another Stephen King the third Stephen King for this year mm. is that right no well at the cinema release anyway yeah um, but yeah his third cinema release Doctor Sleep with did you, you see what you they were giving away at the premiere Oh, you fucker, what have they done? They were giving away pillows with oh. um, the Doctor Sleep logos on and uh, the keys to the room. Is it 237? 237? Two, yeah. Seven? yeah, the Ooh. keys. Take away like, my horror card. Key ring. They looked awesome, man. Yeah? I wish I could get my hands on one. Why, can, why, can, why didn't you get us an invite to the premiere? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Come on, mate, you've got to sort this shit out. I'm, I rely on you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> right. Who do you think I am? Well. Anyway. I'll put you on a high pedestal. Let's get on to our next segment. So this uh, this segment is our something to scream about. And we had... um, we had a nice little chat with uh, John from Alicat Graphics at the weekend. He was at For the Love of Horror. And uh, he gave us a, he gave us a couple of questions that he wanted to us to sort of talk about. So uh, what are we going for, Matt? We are going for guilty pleasures. And you've got plenty of these. Well, this is a problem. We had a, we had a, a <coughs> you know, we should have this epic, we had this epic conversation of our four fucking hour journey back <laughs> yeah. from Black Manchester trying to actually like argue like what the fuck i mean i'm like this is like probably the easiest um 
question for me because I've probably got too many guilty pleasures because I like pretty much anything. Mm. So, but it's like hard to come for me to say because I'm such a lover of shit um, <laughs> and movies in general. It's hard for me to kind of go, well, that's not a guilty pleasure because it's awesome. It's yeah, just, I know what you mean. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I to, and you, and like for you, um, I don't feel like you've got. I'm really interested to see what you think is a yeah. guilty pleasure because. I think you're too cool for school because you don't like some of the. Sh- so where you say where you say it's guilty pleasure, I'm gonna, I'm gonna might be arguing it down. Okay. Because I might think cool. it's, but because I, I might think it's awesome. I, well, you probably will. Yeah, and, and so, there's probably people that will out there go, no, that's not a guilty pleasure, or you know, disagree. But this is the whole point. Because I know the it, ones that I bring to, to you will be a, a piece of shit yeah. that I like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You don't need to tell me, mate. <laughs> Come on, I'm going to hear yours. Um, well, I've got, I've got a few. What we're going to do, we're just going to do a couple each. Yeah, a bit of back and forth, man. So I had to think hard about this. Because you couldn't come up with one when we well, were in the car. I've, I've got a few now because I actually you know, dug deep and had a really good think about it. Okay. So this is a bit of a weird one because a lot of people hate this movie, again, and a lot of people love this movie. But this... Again, going back to when I was a kid that I watched. Uh, let's get straight to it. Halloween Free Season of Witch. I can't judge it. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's No, that's good. I've never seen it. Oh, do you know what? Oh, okay, I'll keep that one in my mind. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, it's like, spoiler alert, if you, if you don't know this. It's Halloween Free, and it doesn't have Michael Myers in it. I'm not yeah. going to spoil anything. No, no, no. I the, the, what you what you said. I've never seen it. Yeah. But I've watched documentaries on it. I've, oh really? I feel like I've watched it. Yeah. Because the amount of documentaries I've seen on it, and there's a and memes and everything like that. So yeah. there's, there's a I've seen a lot of discussion. Well, the, the thing is, people hate it because like, yeah, there's a lot of ire about it. And then there's people that absolutely love it. And when I was a kid, me and my sister used to watch this over and over and over again. We used to have it recorded on a VHS, like, and we used to watch it loads. And back then, when I watched it, I don't think I knew about the whole Michael Myers thing. So to me, when I was a kid, it was like watching just a horror movie, a weird horror movie. It almost like didn't need to be called Halloween Free. No. It could have been called Season of the Witch. Well, the, the original, as far as I knew... Basically, what they wanted with the Halloween movies was to change them every time and have a different kind of story within within the realm of Halloween. But everyone wanted Michael back. And they tried this in the third with Season of the Witch and it tanked. So they're like, <laughs> shit, get Michael back. Um, <laughs> as far as I know. That's so what what's it about? I, I don't really want to spoil things for you. That's but fine. It's, it's, it's about something... <laughs> I don't re- no, I don't want to spoil it. Well, I know, okay, what, what, I rem- what I remember of it is like um, they... I really want you to watch it. There's, there's Halloween masks, yeah. pumpkins and shit, mm-hmm. and they put, up, put them on, kids put them on and their faces melt. Yeah, yeah, they watch a particular kind of like advert and right. then they put them on and then they kind of like... That's weird. Yeah. That sounds fucking it, bonkers, a, man. There's a, a thing behind, there's a storyline behind it and right. obviously our mate... Tom Atkins is in it. Yeah, yeah. And that makes the film for me fifty percent better. Um, and he got and he got his bum out. Man, he's a man. He is a real man. Um, but 
yeah that, so that that's a good pick because i think that will divide some of the listeners yeah. and stuff because you're right if, if you if you um watched it like when it first came out it was very derisive mm-hmm. um divisive yeah that do um but some people out there absolutely love that movie yeah love it's got love. this weird cult following yeah. and then the other side people are just like it's fucking not michael myers it's bollocks i love that <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That is a great choice. Go on and shoot what you got. What well, you I'm going for my first one. Will be Twilight. Um, <laughs> damn it! I crossed that one off. It's <laughs> um, not horror. Um, would be Sharknado. <laughs> yep. Right. Um, and now, do I box them up? Because I could just go Sharknado. I could start to go go through Sharknado one to six because I've watched them all, and I've enjoyed six. and I've enjoyed all of them equally. Why, right, tell me why you love Sharknado so much. <laughs> well, I have a weird fascination with sharks anyway. Like yeah, I love Jaws, cool. it's obviously my favourite movie, all right? And it's the best movie ever made. But these sharks are shit. These sharks are absolutely shocking. But Ian Ziering and a fucking chainsaw flying around in a CG tornado with sharks everywhere... It's the randomness. That's, I think that's the thing I can't take. It's the CG. It's the I randomness. Just hate the bad CG weird shit. And it, when I watch these films, and I've tried, believe me, it makes me angry. They named the fourth one. I think it's like after Star Wars, The Fourth Awakens. Hang on, The Force Awakens. Yeah, they named it The Fourth Awakens. I think. I think that's the name of the four. I mean, I had to love it. And I've and I and I think somehow. I caught every single one on their first release day. Brilliant. By accident. <coughs> like the hype the hype that was on Beat Radio 1 for this movie, like this movie so shit. I I already watched it and gone, "Wow, that was fucking good." And suddenly everyone's else in the bloody land is going, "This fucking Sharknado movie is amazing." I'm like, <laughs> I thought I was alone. <laughs> You're not alone. And I'm now I'm not alone, but everyone else obviously like left the franchise. But yeah, the franchise is fantastic. It makes six fucking movies, man. Come on. Mm. it's got to have a lot of love out there it's guilty but it's fine it's a big guilty pleasure Ian Zeering's great in it it brought back the guy from Saved by the Bell a Steve Guttenberg in one no the good there's oh you're no you're making um, mixing it up with Lava Lanchula oh okay is it Lava Lanchula what something like that yeah yeah it is Lava Lanchula because he's in there with um, Ralph Garman right Ralph Garman's also in Sharktopus brilliant I love all these movies you know we've got Crocosaurus, uh, Mega Piranha. If the piranhas are throwing themselves at fucking like the dodgy city. Have you seen that one that's like a rip off of Meg? Yeah. Something like Megalodon or something. Yeah, the one that I didn't get on with was Avalanche Sharks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sharks in the snow. Not really a fan. But um, yeah, I mean. They've got some absolutely like Sharktopus was fucking great, and they've just got cheesy one lines. I mean, the first one, obviously, the kick, but it's not the first one, but it really kicked it all off again. Was Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus? Mm. I fell in love with that <laughs> as soon as it came out. Oh, God. I know, You've got too much time on your hands. Oh, I've got it on DVD, fucking great purchase. <laughs> that's 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 my first mm. love Sharknado and everything, every, basically everything on the sci fi channel. Mm. Boldenado. Well, I've got, I've got a, a, another one that you might not know about me. Okay. But you might. But I, I've got a secret kind of love for a franchise that that a lot of people 
kind of lost interest in. But it's the Resident Evil franchise. Fucking love it. I'm yeah. with you, mate. See, I, I, you I this- actually, I, I played all the games when I was younger, like, and I didn't actually mind these movies. They're not guilt. That's I'd, I'd argue that, right, the first one is insanely good. Yeah, I love the first insanely one. Insanely good. And then it went slowly. So there you go, you see, it's it, it depreciated. It, they did they stand up and they make more money. What are they all co- well. So we've got Apocalypse, Extinction, oh, Afterlife, Retribution, and the final chapter. Right, there's one of them I'm not sure if I've seen or not. Mm. There's one with a plane in it at one point. I think I've seen that one. I think I... that's uh, Apocalypse. No, that's Extinction. Extinction one of them's on a boat at one stage. Yeah. Um, there's the... One I that's think... like, it's like you're also like kind of in, in a game even. Yeah. There's some fucking... But they're just like, you they're know, great. they just like switch off your brain. And but she's in every like... single one. They, yeah. they brought back the characters. Yeah. It's it's like it's that it's probably like yeah. I think like Resident Evil, not a guilty pleasure. The rest of them, I totally give you that because yeah. I reckon they. You're right. As soon as you start having like extinction and all that, it gets complicated. <laughs> Which is your favourite one? My favourite. Oh, well, like you said, it'd probably be the first one, but I actually do like Apocalypse. Second one. Which one was po- what was happened to him in Apocalypse? Um, it's the one where they. I think. They get trapped in that big tower building. Oh. That, that might be the one with the airplane on top. I can't remember. I they all was, rolled into one. I think that was Extinction. Which I don't care. You know what I mean? I think Apocalypse was where she started. Like, she was on a bike. When, when she was on a bike. She's on a she's bike fighting, quite a few. fighting the dogs. She fights dogs in quite oh, a few. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Oh, mate. That's they it. could all roll into one, mate, for all I care. But, mate, switch off shit. We should it's have a popcorn movie. We should have a marathon, mean? man. Watch yeah. all of them in one night. That'd be fucking ace. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good idea. Mate, I, I love those movies. They're all on Netflix and all. Yeah. And that's why I think the beauty of it, they just all sort of pop up. I think even Final Chapter popped up. One of them's got like a million Alice's. Yeah. You know, they're all fighting at the same time. <laughs> fucking bad shit crazy. It's so funny. What else you got on your list? Well, I didn't write a list. I just okay. got on a... But this is a weird one. I don't know if I spoke about this on the podcast before. But again, I'm going back to my Bravo days with my mum on a Sunday Sunday afternoon. Or TNT or whatever the fuck it was. Bravo used to change to something different after. (laughs) I I don't know what you and your mum's watching together. I'm glad you said Sunday afternoon. I'm getting worried. It's called Kingdom of the Spiders. Okay. Okay. Um, I think it's got, I don't know if it's got Michael Caine in it. It might have Michael Caine in it. I'm not really sure, 100%. But yeah, it's one of those real B-movies, like Night of the Triffids and stuff like that. Oh, I love the, or love whatever fucking movie. But it's, it's just batshit. I just, I've got this vivid image of this whole town being covered in webs. Like, and they're just, tranches are just coming out of nowhere. It's absolutely ridiculously... William Shatner. Oh, is it William Shatner? See, similar. It's like Shatner's in it. Come on. You know, and I'm not saying... I've seen that movie. I don't know if it's a... I don't know if it counts as a guilty pleasure, but I know that it was goddamn awful, um, but awfully good. Because it was just like... This is where your hatred for spiders comes from. Oh, mate, I should never have watched it. Like, arachnophobia, I can't... I watched that just as torture porn, basically, for me. It's gross. 
but yeah like i recommend kingdom of the spiders but i know it'd be like everyone watching go what the fuck did he watch like the swarm yeah you know that's that's got michael Caine, and that That freaked me out when i was a kid though it really did because Ameri- I thought those killer bees were going to no, come the Americans all believed it for ages sorry guys but you did they did really think that there were some bees coming to kill you all <laughs> Michael Caine had you fooled that's all I'm saying um, but that was a great ridiculously great movie and see you know it's like dodgy puppetry intertwined with like real insects real spiders or real bees those sorts of movies fucking fascinate me man mm-hmm. how they put them together and there's just like it's just like Michael Caine or or Shatner's got to sell it, mm. but that I know that Kingdom of Spiders awful title, awful <laughs> title, a Kingdom of Spiders. But it's so apt and stuff like that. But yeah, that's that's two. They're quite old ones. Those ones. So I went yeah. Sharknado and then and then and then Kingdom of Spiders because it is like seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking good. What else you got? I've, I've, I'm 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 going to hit with one last one. Because, um, I mean, for both of us, there's a couple of movies that, that probably other people see as guilty pleasures that we think is quality, like Critters, Ghoulies, you know, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Come on, a lot of people oh, you think would I watch hang a... that film and they would be like, what are you on about? But they don't, they kind of don't get it. Some people, if you were to watch, just sit down with just like somebody who doesn't watch horror, somebody not interested really in films that much and showed them killer clowns out of space what do you think they was how, how do you think they would react i don't know we need to sit down with daniel werewolf down and what get him to watch it and see what yeah. he thinks <laughs> but, i mean there, there's some I, people might think look at us and go well that they're and maybe even in the horror community go well they're guilty pleasures some people would i'm telling you now i know fair it enough you know you've had it done to you like people in the queue at fright fest and stuff like that it's like some people just don't like puppet movies like that. Like it's like ghoulies. Weird people, those are. Weird. <laughs> but, yeah, my final one I'm going to touch on, not strictly out-and-out out horror, but a lot of people um, are divided by it, um, is The Witch. Um, a lot of people don't like this movie, and a lot of people do like this movie. So it's got a, it's got a massive following. This is when you keep telling me to go and yeah, watch, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, again, it's one that divides uh, divides audiences. Is this the one with Black Philip in it? Yeah, the goat. Yeah, you, you, this is why you got to watch it. But um, it's the same along the same veins as uh, same vein as like um, kind of like it's gritty films, like you know, like Mother. I don't know if you saw Mother. It's got Finchie in it, isn't it? From The Office. Yeah, yeah he's brilliant. He's absolutely fantastic. And what's her face from Glass, is it? The girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. got a good, ca- a good cast. Yeah. Who's the mum in it? <coughs> I can't remember now. I thought she was big and all. But like, it's like it's a bit like those films, like, you know, like, it's just thought-provoking and interesting and just a different take and it's... It's a bit slow going, you know. It's a bit of a slow burn, but it's just a good payoff. And I don't, I don't understand why some people hate it. Where can I see it? Or you can buy it. I can buy it from all <laughs> I good don't retailers. Think it's on Netflix. I, no, I haven't seen you it. Might it be able up. to rent it on Amazon Prime or something, but yeah, or I could just lend it to you because I think I've got it. So no, I gotta go and watch that one and give it yeah. a shot because you keep mentioning this one. Yeah, a lot of people, but it, it's a divider. You know what I mean? It's a bit like 
people some people hate it some people love it but again it's got massive following so it's really hard to kind of put your finger on it like you know you know i've got one more then go on then. the village M. Again, Night, it's a bit like that m night shamingham yeah m night shamingham <laughs> m night shamingham um he is phenomenal as a director i love his twists i like fucking the happening in its own so you're saying you like the village I love the village. You love it. I got okay. the. I've watched it more than three times. Really? Yes, I think that's quite. But then a lot of people hate signs, and I absolutely love yeah. signs. Yeah, I think his are very marmite. Most of his movies happening. Six Sense sort of everyone generally sorts of likes it, but happening's great. Um, but like uh, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's finest movie. <laughs> but the village, I thought, is generally a good horror. Um, the suspense all the way through it. I thought the I, the Bryce Dallas Howard um, as the Brilliant. Um, her, her sort of character as that blind character, mm. giving it that extra like darkness feel. The the thing in the woods before the reveal freaked me the fuck mm. out. I didn't know what was going on. It's got Adrian Brody in it for fuck's sake. Yeah. It's got uh, Daddy Skarsgård in it as well. Great cast. Um, I remember watching. I thought it was quite good. The the fact that they the the twist is what it is. I don't care. if you guys haven't watched it, do one. <laughs> but it's got a cracking it's got a cracking fist they're all in a park somewhere I mean, you know <laughs> fucking hell it's so weird of course they are it's not it's not just a park it's, and that's what made me like it even more because I'm like oh great I'm not watching a movie that's set in the 19 or the, the 1300s or something mm. like that. that's what we, what we were bloody watching it's like the Truman Show yeah the Truman Show so I was just like yeah they've bought a bit of land they're, they're, they're cut off it's almost like and they to keep them all in there they've made up this the the monster's fucked up. Hmm. Yeah, and then the real horror comes in from, like, the Adrian Brody sort of, like, great performance hmm. as a uh, slightly autistic person. Yeah. Darkness. The dark movie in that. That's some real dark bits. Yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed... I really enjoyed The Village. I'm going to watch it again this yeah, weekend. I wouldn't mind watching it again, yeah. actually. Like, having a little rewatch. That is a fucking good to movie. Freshen it up. Yeah, and then I might change my mind. But I haven't watched it in years, but... But then watch The Witch. Then watch The Witch. I will do. So, yeah, that's my guilty pleasures. Cool. I think uh, next time I'd like to go deep. Really, really deep into the Naughty. 80s. And explore this search of darkness... Um, documentary that they produced the four okay. and a half hours I think we you need to sit down and watch it and I'll watch it again <laughs> I'll try and find for another four and a half hours fuck me and then um, we, we we talk through it cool and that'll be our something to scream about because uh, you know I think all our and I don't think any discussion that we have on it will spoil what you actually see on say like I could go through the whole thing uh minute by minute and it still don't think it would spoil it because yeah. it's just oh glorious 80s yeah it's just I, I could watch it again and again nostalgia Excellent. the nostalgia is off the charts good so good. yeah i think that'll be next next episodes okay uh we finished with our summer screen bounce and let's move on to our move from the vault they wanted to see something different, but something different saw them first. The hills have eyes. Okay, this episode's move from the vault is the 1977 move from Wes Craven, The Hills of Eyes. 
And I'll give you a little synopsis. On the way to California, a family has the misfortune to have their car break down in an area close to the, closed to the public and inhabited by violent savages ready to attack. I mean, this movie is basically about a bunch of mut- mutants living off the beaten track. Wow. They're like In- inbreds. Family of inbreds, kidnapping people, doing horrible stuff to them, eating babies, you know, blowing people up, shooting people, and generally just having a fucking horrible, horrible time. Yeah. Aged well for you? Um, I think it still stands up for me. Like, I think... Well, you got to think is a lot of people went and they've probably gone back and watched this movie after seeing a load of movies that came from this. Oh my God, this spawned. I mean, you wouldn't technically have, you know, Rob Zombie's House of Thousand Corpses oh, no, without right. this. And you wouldn't have had this without Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Absolutely not. 100%. Was Texas Chainsaw Massacre before this? Yep, 1974. Wow, I didn't realise it was that old. Yeah. Shit, that's fucking good move for 1974. Exactly. Fuck. And this is this is the thing is like this is a bit of a shock movie that spawned a you know a different kind of like again a different kind of genre in horror. Well, this is it's on the back of the Vietnam War, you know, effort. You know, you've got Wes Craven's uh, house, the last house on the left. Mm. Well, um, then you like you said Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You've got House of the, the hills of eyes it's like something went horribly wrong with society mm. basically and people have coming back with like post-traumatic stress and it's sort of like it's just like a fucked up time yeah i mean it, it again it's just like yeah i mean this is the one that kind of projected his career kind of forward this mm. is this is what pretty much got him to uh, Nightmare on Arm Street, pretty much. It got him really noticed. I mean, it's it's majorly controversial even for 1977. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, what happens in the movie is pretty, pretty rough. Is it? Is this one of your favourite horrors? Um, I wouldn't say it's one of my favourites. It's just one that I, I watched when I was younger. One that you remember vividly. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, oh my God. I remember watching the remake. Yeah. And um, before remake's I watched, good. yeah, the remake I, is I really good. Like it. Yeah, fucked up again, caravan scene. But yeah, I I think I watched the remake. I think that's that's more brutal. <sighs> yeah. This film's horror comes mm. from, I suppose, disturbing <laughs> disturbing imagery, big time. It's all through this movie. There's there's, um, the soundtrack is like the the echoing and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um, it's just disturbing but like it's just it is one of those sort of like shock horrors mm. it's there to shock the violence fucking over the, it's over the top but I think before, but also kind before of, you get to the violence yeah. I think it's the build up that makes you really unnervy and nervous and kind of like the foreboding of it it's just like because it takes quite a while to get in to it you know there's a lot of like kind of you know, talking and lead up to it, but I think that makes it more kind of like disturbing. I think the hysterical nature of like the the kids and stuff like that, the screaming, the shouting, crazy acting, crazy acting. Yeah, yeah. But it's sort of like it's hysteria, 
And I don't know what Wes did to him, but it worked for me. I, I felt very, very uncomfortable watching this movie. And I, I think, think that's what it's supposed to do. A lot of the cast some, at some points were uncomfortable filming. You know, I think they, I think they had a few issues on, on set and stuff. Um, but, I mean, down to kind of like where it shot as well, for me, it was pretty mental. I'd not seen really anywhere any movies been shot kind of like in that location. In the know? outback. Well, it's not like, the outback. It's not Australia. It's completely um, cut off to anywhere. Uh, it's boiling hot in the day, cold at night. It's, you know... He must have like got a lot of his ideas from Deliverance, maybe. Maybe it's that sort of ele- element. I, I mean, I don't with... know what year Deliverance was. No, it was, I think it's before this, though. It must have been surely. It's a just... young, young Burt Reynolds. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it was like it's quite harrowing watching when I was a kid, revisiting. It's just like it's it's quite gritty. It's dark as fuck, uh, but ultimately, it's a revenge movie. What the the dog's revenge, the beast. Well, it's not. No, it's, it's all about. To, to be honest, fuck it's about the, survival. It's about a dog's revenge <laughs> for his lover or his mate. His mate. His mate got killed. I just what the synopsis should be. Missus. His missus got yeah, killed. Missus. And. Beauty. Beauty got killed. got killed, and the beast just fucking went to town. I love that. I love yeah. the fact that they got this dog's point of view thing, and he's just like waiting to because like, most movies the dog always gets it doesn't it every yeah. fucking horror movie you see uh, the dog the dog gets bloody killed or attacked or whatever or pinned up against the wall but I love it the fact that he just survives spoilers survives the whole movie just tearing shit up tearing throats out and ankles oh. out <laughs> yeah um, the goalkeeper got killed didn't he <laughs> the goalkeeper. not the goalkeeper the referee um, the Italian referee got Michael Barryman <laughs> Michael Barryman which is a horror icon he is a horror icon now I didn't remember or I thought that he was a mute oh, right, um, okay. I, when I remember watching he probably the does time. play that in some of the movies maybe because he just sort of he comes has he, he, has. he has that look yeah yeah but in this one he speaks more than I thought he did so <laughs> I was quite surprised how much he spoke he didn't just get a roll on his looks <laughs> He's the main post. He's the main guy on the poster because he just looks um, odd. Yeah, I mean, all, the whole cast look a bit odd. I mean, yes, like um, like they've got like razor blade teeth. One of them's got like razor blade teeth. Jupiter, because yeah, Jupiter, Jupiter, Jupiter yeah. and Pluto. Pluto, yeah. Named after planets, brilliant. Yeah, and and you've got Mars as well. As, I, I missed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mars as well. I missed that. I don't know why I missed. It's got to be some but... kind of thing behind that though isn't there like, yeah that's fucking why? weird but everyone's dead man yeah. everyone's dead who survives at the end baby baby survives the the baby the baby yeah. the baby survives fucking nearly got nearly got eaten chomped fucking hell that was just that was just wrong <laughs> so budgie wrong. doesn't survive budgie doesn't survive beauty do- beauty goes Grandma and the mum, D. D. Wallace again. I know the beautiful D. Wallace. She she's all brilliant. over the films, mate. When you, she's all over the horror. She's like great, like final girl. Oh, she's well, I'd say she's more not, like she's not a mum. final girl. Yeah, okay. She's, <laughs> she's a the mum she's of horror. She's a horror mum. She's the mum in ET. She's the mum in Critters. I know, she's, man. And it's quite good synergy. Obviously, she was in uh, Free from Hell, and we're talking now. We're talking about this. 
But the, again, this 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 put her career on the map. You know, this give her this yeah. gave her more roles. Yeah, and and she didn't do a lot. No, no, no. She didn't. And, she wasn't. She just got fucking shot. This is the surprising thing. It's like half the cast just get killed at the start. And the guy, I think the um the are they brother and sister. Yeah, the weird gymnast. And uh, the weird gymnast, Bobby. Bobby, yeah, Bobby, the weird gymnast, <coughs> just does weird flips and just runs really, really weird. Good flips, good, he's uh, good. Yeah, he's a bit of a don't. I, wish I could do that. He's a bit of a plum. I found him a bit, a bit odd, but um, you know, I did. They did have that epic moment in it where they uh, set up what set up one of the guys. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking Didn't cool. Didn't work there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. shame because uh, I think if it had gone through with it, he could have got mashed up. <laughs> I always thought that when I was a kid. I was like, oh, I want him to get like mangled in the wheel of the car. And it just every time it's like it stops, it's like, oh, damn it. I know, man. It's a good plan. Yeah. Almost worked. It's good at their old tricks. Don't yeah, they, I don't know where the fuck they come up. Well, just a lot of MacGyver. Wasn't the dad, the granddad, the way he goes out, fuck me. Dad. He's a dad. Yeah. Okay, so he's a dad. Mm. And it's, he, that, that's violent. He man. gets burnt alive. Yeah. On the I always remember again when I was a kid, when he's led on the floor and he's coughing and there's like, like, smoke coming out of his mouth. It's fucked up. It's a fucked up scene. He's yeah. screaming, man. It's just like so fucking wrong. And he was such the man, wasn't he? He was like the cop. The the cop. Mm. And they don't give a fuck. They burn him. Oh, sure in front of the front of the family as well to get to draw him out mm. to then go and get the baby and do other stuff. Did they? Do other stuff? Yeah. Yep. Did they? Yes. They raped raped her. Yeah. This is only insinuated, isn't it? Wow. You could look at it like that, but they definitely. Um, is that why she's so hysterical? Then afterwards, that, that's was that's that's how it was intended. Yeah. Oh fuck! Well, I didn't 100%. really get it because yeah. I didn't really understand. I was like, they they're sort of like. This is why, like, the, the remake for me is more harrowing because they, they go to town on that whole bit you see a lot yeah, of more not, stuff it's not good yeah. they went they went further than the mm. fucking hills the actual original did and i thought the original was disturbing yeah exactly fuck see a lot of people say the original's more disturbing i was like nah i don't know that bit in the caravan and the remake's fucked up man but yeah there was um yeah that was fucked up that that, that mm. was like horrible horrible to see um well, I didn't see, but it's just like I didn't really know. Maybe that's even worse, the fact that you didn't yeah. know and you don't... Do you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's not good. That's fucked up. But they, the two kids survive. Um, you know, mum, dad. I like the fact that the, you kind of like the um, husband of Dee Wallace, who's the husband and wife that got a kid, he's, you think he's a bit wet at the start. He's a bit like dweeby and he's just a bit kind of a, of a jerk he doesn't think about other people but then he, he kind of like it, his whole persona changes by the end of it is that the fact that he's just would do anything to get his kid back literally you know I mean? he doesn't care about dying he, he just wants crap, he, he yeah. just wants to get but a bit his instinct back. kicks yeah. in and he totally changes his you know and again it's about his revenge you know we joke about dog's revenge but it's also about his revenge he brings the dog with him yeah exactly I dog. love that bit oh. team up yeah like, great team up good. and uh I like the twist of the daughter as well, where she, she, you know, she's trying to get out the daughter of the savages. She's trying to, she just wants to change her life and stuff. I like the fact that she becomes on their side as well. I, when I was a kid, I remember but watching that and just thinking. Do you not think that cool. she was 
a kidnapped victim. I didn't feel she was part of the family. She, yeah, she might have been. I felt that she there was. Some, I felt that she'd been kidnapped. Could have been. Could don't have know. Been. I've seen her in other stuff as well. Mm. I don't know what. I don't know where I've seen her in stuff. Um, I got to tell you this line which cracked me up. Uh, baby fat, you fat, fan juicy. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's because they eat people, don't they? And babies. Baby fat, you fat, fan juicy. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking cracked me up. That is, that is good. Oh my god! But like one of my favourite ones, my my favourite deaths in this, is is the rattlesnake death. That's pure genius. Yes, <laughs> that's Mars's death. No, it's, a, oh, it's the dad. It's the dad. It's the weird. It's the dad of the fucking weirdos. No, this it's the razor blade kid. The dad of the weirdos is the one that gets uh, trapped by the kids. Oh this shit! One, this one's uh, the guy with the, the pointy teeth. I think mean, it's, it's um, the Jupiter. This one, isn't it? Yeah, he, he goes. The little bastard. He runs pretty fast for not having a bad leg as well. I must say. <laughs> Did you notice I'm out of fucking running in this film? It's a lot. Everybody of running. runs. There's a lot of running. Bobby runs. The Bobby. dad kind of runs it a bit, like all running across all these rocks. It looks like it's done in fast forward sometimes like, as well. That's weird. All, all of them run. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much running. I was like, I would have been pissed if I was one of those actors having to run around all that rock and all that shit. It's fucking mental. And the dogs, they run around like crazy. Yeah, a lot of running. Yeah, a lot of fucked one up. One thing I've got to say, though. Obviously, they all get killed at the end, spoilers. Apart from, obviously, some of the um, the good characters. But out of the um, savages, let's call them, the, the mum's left. She's still alive. She's going to have more babies. The, there's an air the, the old big mama who's because she gets knocked out doesn't she she comes out she's got a bit of blood on her head because the, the the girls took the baby and ran off but you don't see what happens to her the hills of ice too I remember all the time thinking about what happens to her I don't know but there's a hills of ice too isn't there there is indeed yeah cool but yeah I enjoy, I, did was, you like it? Yeah, it's a weird watch, but I I did thoroughly. It's not the first time you've watched it, though, right? It's not, it's, okay. uh, but I would have only seen. I've only seen it like once before. It was, but so it's a bit. It was just fucked up. Cool. I'm gonna rate this bad boy. Oh no, I've got some Matt's facts. Yeah, can I have some Matt's facts, please? Right, I'm gonna do some Matt's facts. You ready for this big boy? Originally, this was X rated, so this was like. When the first cut was handed over, they deemed it as X-rated, so it would have only been shown with porn movies. But Wes Craven had to obviously cut it back a lot to make it R-rated, so it could get shown. Fuck it out. <laughs> so he must have like must have been more of the character. That whole scene. the whole X to R is just such a controversial thing. It must have been pretty bad though. Yeah. If it was going to be like you know. Um. Originally, Wes Craven wanted to kill the baby and have that in the storyline, but a lot of the cast and crew said if he did that, they would walk out, which is pretty crazy. Don't know whether that's 100% true or not. Okay. (laughs) You look real puzzled. (laughs) Originally, uh, this movie was going to be called um, Blood Related. Okay. But um, Incestuous. they, They changed it right last minute. Because um, they, they felt that, that that just wasn't a very good title. Mm, I prefer The Hills of Eyes. It yeah, so it's, it's quite catchy. 
but that's quite interesting. But Wes Craven wasn't too keen on on the hills of eyes, but they came around and eventually, allegedly, I don't know. But um, this is quite a funny one. Um, Michael Barryman was watching the movie in a cinema somewhere, and some he heard a lady behind him go, "This film is absolutely disgusting and depraved." And he thought it was quite funny because so he leant out over the back. Obviously, he's in the movie and he plays Pluto. He leant over the back of his seat, looked her straight in the face and, and, and apparently said to her, Lady, this movie is sick. You're damn right. That's awesome. quite cool. Imagine that. Shit yourself. He looks over the back Fucking of right. <laughs> um, The... Girl that plays Ruby in it, um, she's the one that basically the that you felt that was the captured one, the savage girl. Um, basically, to audition, they put for that part of Ruby, they put all the actresses in a row and said basically had a race uh, across some of the desert or something, and she basically beat all the girls <laughs> and she got the park. She could run so fast. That's fucking great. Because they needed somebody who basically could she, run. She run because she ran a running race. Good way to get a move wrong. Apparently she stood back for a bit as well and just let them all run and then she just... Smashed it. Nice. She's uh, a ringer. Which was quite funny. Um, in You know in the cave, the family's cave, if you look at all the props, most of those props are from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like all the bones and stuff, which, which I thought was quite cool. Wow. Um and Wes Craven got his idea for this from a real life experience he had. Apparently, they were on um, on their motorbikes going through some kind of like town somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and some local shot an arrow at him, <laughs> and it just missed him. And he basically shouted at him, saying, "I'm going to sue you! I'm going to sue you!" And they turned around to him and said, "Well, you won't be able to sue us if we kill you and we just put your body in a, a salt mine, Fuck and they'll me. never find you." Wow. And he thought you best leave it. Yeah. Allegedly. Me well. <laughs> but that's an interesting fact that that's all I've got. Oh, wow. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Should we rate this movie? Yeah, man. I'm going to rate it first. Yeah, go on then. So I'm going to give it eight breaths out of ten. Okay. I, I was going to give it seven. Cool. All right. I quite like it because I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's up there for me, but I don't know. Just some. Yeah. It's just a bit too disturbing. It's a staple movie. It right? is a staple. But yeah, seven out of ten for me. Fair play. Okay. What's your pick then, dude? My pick. For next time, I was going to pick Halloween 3, since so Halloween's coming up. Okay. So I thought it'd be cool if you, because you haven't seen it. Yeah. That you could see it. But? But then I had another film on mind. Okay. But I might save it. So I'm going to go with Halloween. You're going to go with Halloween Season of the Witch? Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Okay, cool. I'll have to borrow it off you. <laughs> Don't even know if I got it. You fucking idiot! I'm sure I could find it on somewhere. I'll find it. Don't All right, it's fine. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, well that's wicked. That's what I can see. So it's Halloween season. Yeah, that's perfect. So that brings us to the end of the episode. It does indeed. It does. Um, so we've got next episode. We're looking forward to watching. Our main review will be Doctor Sleep. Stephen King's mm. Doctor Sleep with Ewan McGregor. Something to scream about. We'll be going all about. Search for Darkness, the 80s documentary treasure, all on horror. And then Matt, your little gem, has just pulled out Halloween free <laughs> season of the witch. <laughs> Perfect, man. Well, I guess there's only more one, one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil. 
and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last, Instagram at Draw One Last Breath, or pop us an email at Draw One Last Breath pod at hotmail.com. <laughs>